1: Greetings, welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. i probably smoke some Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. at unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, thanks to John Paul Morosi stopping by last hour on mm-hmm. the show, talking about, hey, I got it wrong today with... Shohei Ohtani heading to Toronto on a plane. All of a sudden, oh, my God, Ohtani's going to Toronto. Then Bob Nightingale, John Heyman said Shohei Ohtani's not on a plane to Toronto. He's home, Southern California. Everything is status quo. Uh, if you missed it, it's in our Best Of podcast. It's a must-listen it goes up right after the show is over on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app wherever you listen to podcasts. John Paul Morosi joined us a half hour ago, told us what went into everything today. Apologized for his story. I mean, it was this is a masterclass in journalism on how to own something when you when you get it wrong. It really was something. I'm telling you. Uh, again, it goes up right after the show is over. So a couple hours from now on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, download, rate, us, subscribe us. We'll love you forever and ever and ever
2: really could have taken it to a whole other level though jason if he'd uh taken my the opportunity i gave him to just say who do you want to throw under the bus yeah sure. give me the benefit. <laughs> <laughs> david but, stern uh, sterns he did it to me it was sternsy sternsy but Sternzy that's it part. right he basically just said no it's on me not risking any of those relationships and not putting the blame on someone else didn't try to push it off. And I I think you have to respect that. I know the internet's have had its fun with memes over the course of the day. Uh, Castellanos name has come up quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, sure. Of course. Of course he does. He's going to right? all so, the time. Yeah. So, yeah, that always comes into the mix as we flow it through. But for JP, look, it's back to the grind, back to yeah. uh, following his leads and sources and everybody he talks to uh, in the game because we got a lot of activity still to go, you know, including Otani actually signing a contract.
1: So who's in it for Otani right now, right? Clearly what we've been seeing is that the two teams – are the Blue Jays and the Dodgers, right? Maybe the Giants are in it a little Mm -hmm. bit, potentially. But these are the teams, right? These are the teams we're getting. We know that they met with these teams. And with the fact that the Dodgers said it and the Blue Jays said it, Okay, nobody else has said it. So this tells me that it's it's down. And all we can do is read the tea leaves because, you know, Otani's played it so incredibly frustratingly close to the vest where you don't even know where he's meeting. And it's just not been, you know, today was the first fun day that we've had, you know, trying to track (laughs) a plane. Otani might have been in or not in. And Here it is right here. So it was a fun day. There hasn't been as much fun. But if you're breaking down between the Blue Jays and the Dodgers, right? And what we have to read are the, tea, are, are the tea leaves here, and who has the advantage right now? And I say this, you know, living living in Los Angeles, Jays likely have the advantage. Ooh, and risky I'll, I'll, proposition by you. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll and here's the thing: is it's pretty easy to see why. Is that he knows Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. He's lived just outside of LA for the past seven years. It's been you know up the road from Anaheim he's played there he, you know he knows the market pretty well he knows LA well Anaheim's it, not LA Jason Right but if he but he knows LA if he was if he was going to sign with the Dodgers they were her they were his number 1 pick he probably would have done it already because the Dodgers are going to give him whatever he wants. Everybody's going to give him whatever he wants. No one's going to nickel and dime Otani and say, "No, we're not going to do it for you." Hey, once they've all decided, hey, six-year contract, you'll pitch for us the last four years. Great. You know, once that was decided upon by teams that they're okay with that, the Dodgers will give him whatever he wants. He'll feed, fit in, great. Uh, you know, he knows that the the welcome he got. Look, the Dodgers scheduled Japanese Heritage Night when they were playing the Angels because they're hoping Otani would play and they could say, "Hey, look, hey, come on here, man." We. You Got everything you need here. If he was, if the Dodgers were his first choice, he would have been there. Now you throw the other teams in there too, and they and they certainly would make sense because they're a big market teams, and maybe he wants to stay on the West Coast. But here's Toronto, which is a huge outlier. It's like, wait a minute, Toronto, Toronto's in. The, why the hell is Toronto in this? Toronto's not a team that's gonna you're gonna go win World Series with. Well, why would it be Toronto? And and it kind of comes out of nowhere, but. If you listen to what some insiders have said about Otani, that, hey, the guy has a really good idea of what he wants for his career. He knows where he wants to go. If Toronto is out there, Toronto is there because that's his preferred destination, right? Yeah, Dodgers, Cubs, Giants, and Blue Jays. Wait, wait, what? Blue Jays? And... When you think about what Otani wants and the kind of player he is, Toronto makes more and more sense. Why? He's already an international superstar. He would continue to be an international superstar. He'd be Toronto. He'd be he'd be the he'd be Canada's biggest star. He'd be the biggest star in an entire country. And still he'd be a huge star in the United States, right? But he would have that that image and that that optic of being the biggest star in the sport while still living in a city that's not overwhelming to him. Because what do we see? Why are the Yankees and Mets likely out? Yeah, he couldn't see himself playing in New York. Look, not everybody can play in New York, right? Everybody can play in Chicago. Every city, cities are different for different people. And so if that's, if that's what Otani wants, and he kind of wants to be a star and be big but still have enough of his privacy and be a guy that can not quite walk down the street but not be the guy where everywhere he goes is paparazzi everywhere then Toronto starts to make sense. Toronto can offer him things like ownership of the team if he wants. Are the Dodgers really going to offer Otani ownership of the team? No. Toronto can give him anything he wants because, hey, we need you. We need you more. The the Dodgers would love to get Otani, but they would shrug their shoulders and five minutes later call the Brewers and say, okay, we want Adamas, we want Corbin Burns, here's Gavin Lux, here's a couple of guys, here's Vargas, and let's make this deal happen. Where the, the Toronto Blue Jays can give him that, and they can give him certain things that that other stars don't have. Again, he'd be playing. He'd be on Canada's team. And, and, and being international already it's not that big a deal for him to go and play for Toronto so the fact that Toronto's in there just the fact they're there tells you that they gotta be really high up on his list so if I'm handicapping it right now just by seeing this and this is all the stuff that, that we've seen publicly I would say Toronto's number one and the Dodgers are probably number two and to go to Toronto it's a bit of a risk right because obviously he's going somewhere where maybe he's not going to win World Series maybe they'll be okay but you got the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Orioles in the East, how many times are you really going to win, right? Those teams are not down very long. And the Orioles look like they're going to be really good for a long time. So you've got to make sure everything is going to be, hey, I want every single thing I want to get if I'm going to go to Toronto because that's my preferred place. And that's why it hasn't happened so far. So if I'm saying where it is, I'll definitely say Toronto first and then it's
2: L.A. Well, I think a little less of him then because maybe winning isn't the only thing. Because that's what we've been told, right? The excitement of the World Baseball Classic. There's Otani. Look how much winning means and titles mean and obviously national pride in that case. But if he was truly leaving... The Angels, and he's looking to move on, the assumption was, all right, you want to go to a team that's a perennial contender on a big scale. I'm not saying Toronto can't, but it can't be, and you've got certainly some good pieces uh, in that starting lineup. Some young stars, some guys that are still on the come, but you're also looking at a division as you laid it out. There's no easy path there. You didn't even mention the Rays. They win 90 games by accident every bleeping year. Right? (laughs) Ah, who are their stars? Ah, one of their young stars had to go away because of an incident and an investigation. Doesn't matter. They're still hanging around virtually every year causing chaos in the AL East. So there are no easy paths there. And then you look at the Dodgers. They're going to be there and maybe you're the guy that puts them over in an october and maybe you're the guy that can trigger things to make bets and freeman the guys that you know you see for the first 5 months of the year and get them to finish the job all of those things Hell, he could have gone and joined your guy uh, Kelnick down in Atlanta. Don't, not, not my guy. I
1: already—he's going to hit 450 against the Mets. See this what year. I, I did there? Know that's going to happen.
2: See how I circled back to you that? Jerk. We were having a private exchange that I decided nah, it's kind of fun to get you upset. You're just a jerk. jerk. No, I—well, I, I'm an agitator on a Friday night. What can jerk. you say? You're a jerk. No, I had to go to the doctor. I got a bunch of shots, so I'm taking my crankiness out on you. Because now, now I'm sore because I'm old, which means <laughs> it's not one shot. Here's a bunch of them. Uh, but for Otani, yeah, it, we've been, we don't know him, right? That's part of this process and why it's been so vexing for so many people. I think it's kind of cool. Man of mystery, going to make $500 million. Uh, and, and although, you know, there's got to be at least one Otani pillow in every four U.S. households uh, at this point based on the rate uh, of throughput. In his time in Anaheim, but the whole idea was that he wants to win. Now Toronto, it, you know, the cost of living is only twelve percent lower than Los Angeles. Really? About that? Yeah. Okay. Not nearly as stark as you might have thought. Okay. So there's All really right. no value add there. Now we get into taxation and stuff, and I'm sure you know there's a little bit of a difference there uh, that that he can be helped, but it it does for me just raise that curiosity uh, and and it kind of resets. Him. All right, what really matters? Stats, quality of life now takes over the winning thing, which is fine. But we were sold the bill of goods of he doesn't want to be in Anaheim anymore because he wants to win. He's tired of losing. All right, you go to Toronto and you're a
1: guy. See, I think it's because even in LA, right? His biggest story he is he'd be able to hide behind Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman sure. when he wanted to, right? And Clayton Kershaw when he wanted. 100%. to.
2: Hundred percent.
1: So I, I don't, I, I don't think it's that. I, I think this is going to be a huge business decision and when that when the contract finally comes out with toronto it's going to be wow look at all the things he's getting like why the, is it like toronto the, though like the lincoln riley contract with he's going to get use of a private jet he's going to get this he's going to get that he's going to get a piece of the team i mean well it's, the piece of the team i don't they can't business do that, decision.
3: jason you said that like it's it's in stone no, if, if you said Toronto, when he signs with Toronto,
1: well, look, like I said right now, I think Toronto is in the lead. <laughs> so if he signs with Toronto, this it's going to be a big business. It's not just going to be as simple as here's Otani and he's getting more money than everybody else. No, he he he's going to want and, and contracts like this get more special, right? Look, Caleb Williams wanted a piece of the team. Uh, you know, you draft me, I want to own part wow. of the team at some point. Right? I
2: think that's just his jackass uh, family. Well, true, but this <laughs> is, this, is, this is you know he I'm was saying. left off the top ten in uh, Heisman voting. I, I know. It's, it's awesome, right? But this is still a guy who, who can ask for a lot
1: because of the resume he's put together in college football. Otani is someone that can ask for everything and get everything. It's, it, it, this is not a Bryce Harper boilerplate, where am I going? Here's $300 million and I'm setting the market at 10 years or at a million. No, this is going to be a big business contract and it's going to be all kinds of things that you don't expect that the average superstar doesn't get involved in their deal. And it's going to be complicated and complex and there's going to be lots of bullet points and things we get into and say, wow, I can't believe he got that. Wow, I can't believe well, he got that. That's what you're going to see with Otomo. But
2: I think a lot of the stuff you're kind of enumerating is got to be handshake stuff behind the scenes that we won't hear about until his career is over. Because you can't give him a piece of the team, right? You can't do that in major league contracts. You can promise him something. Well, no, you, you can, can promise, promise him it. Sure. You can promise it. I'm just the saying, Mets promise
3: players keep... all the time, Mike, that they're going to win and they never
2: do. <laughs> and then they trade them off and they become World Series heroes. Sure, else. sure, sure. But Jason, <laughs> real quickly,
3: real, real quickly, yeah, if he got never first got first. on the plane and never went to Toronto and has yeah. nothing to do with the Blue Jays, why are you so sure he's going there?
1: Well, we, met, we know he met with two teams. He met with the Blue Jays, met with the Dodgers. Why would he pick the Blue Jays? But he you never he got on Jays. that plane. But he met with but we know the two teams he you met. You
2: didn't with. get on the plane. It's like right out of
1: friends. He met We were on a break. <laughs> Listen, Freud, don't you have an update don't you know where he is by now? Don't you have an update where Otani well, is? Well, I
3: know exactly where he was as of an hour ago. Okay, that's
2: good. I like that. Where was he? Was he was
3: spotted in Kansas City at Arthur Bryan's barbecue.
2: Wow. <laughs> Did he get the sweet heat or the base one? So the Royals could
3: be in this, guys.
1: Uh maybe he figured out the uh what, what was the the Ted Lasso strategy <laughs> while he was eating the Arthur Bryan? He figured out total football. Yeah. Hey, look at this. I figured out total football.
3: <laughs> he was filling his A's backpack with barbecue sauce, guys.
1: <laughs> Nicely done. So there it is. Where in the world is Shohei Otani? But that's right. Big business. Watch that be a big part of the deal. See, now oh, I want to smoke
2: s- some meat. Mm, i
1: don't you always want to smoke meat? You always I do. do. I, smoke smoke. Yeah. I do. Exit out about a Fresca. Exit Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the com studios. Coming up next, we get back into a couple of big games in the NFL this weekend. We got a great slate of games, unlike last week. Uh, how's it going to play out? A couple of games might surprise you. That's next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Winter is coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. Maybe it means Otani. Maybe it doesn't. But for others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin Tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installments. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Meanwhile, mobile tire installation is available in many areas. You heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. It's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
4: to start listening
1: oh happy night to of hanukkah the jason smith show with mike Harmon live from the tirek.com studios so you know what my wife just played for me mike you ready for this what's that and i i i i want i i i, I, I'm, I asked high to find it somebody a musician couple of musicians did uh a deck the halls okay deck the okay. halls to war pigs
2: Ooh, I'm, I'm on board. Let's it's go. A, it's a... T- 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 Mike. the halls with yeah. bows of
3: holly.
1: I mean, and it works, and it's so awesome. I can't even tell you. What
3: if I were it's, to tell you it's horrible?
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. Come on, man. It's
3: awesome. No, we found it. We decided not to play it because Bet it's not of- Ozzy Osbourne singing it. it. But does it... Well, Ozzy's not going to do that. Ozzy can't get be it. the hall. You've got to take the lyrics of him singing it.
1: You got no, no. <laughs> You know it's it, If it's, it's not Ozzy,
3: no, it's no good.
1: What do you mean? If it's not Ozzy, it's no. And it's not real playing, Black Sabbath. We're playing Christopher Lee songs
2: here. That not even any. no one bought the album. I think that was Bruce it's, Lee. I just somehow found it. I, I'm buying it just on principle. I'm building the wall of vinyl with the holders that you can do, and that Christopher Lee album is going to be in the upper. But corner. nobody wants to hear
3: other people sing Ozzy. They want to hear Ozzy. Yeah,
2: but if it's a Christmas song, it doesn't matter. It's a
1: Christmas. Song.
3: Well, then you get Ozzy to do
1: it. <laughs> okay, okay. If I could hear Mariah Carey sing "All I Want for Christmas Is You," but Tyshtra says no, I want Christopher Lee singing "All I Want for Christmas Is You." It wasn't bad. And we. I'd rather have Lee Christopher all Lee that's all, that's all like a day every day.
2: <laughs> I'm done with the Mariah Carey thing. I'm tired of looking at her on on social media every time we start creeping towards Thanksgiving. It's almost time. Beat it! Oh wow, you're just a hater, man. You're a, you're a hater on the, on the on the. I flipped channels today, Smith. It was on four separate channels at the same damn time. You hate watch everything. You just, everything you watch is hate. Nah, well, it's I'm, all I'm the i up to the, the Lakers right. game tomorrow,
3: Jason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: I may go to Vegas to hate watching in
1: person. I need hate. I need hate watch pregame to get to my hate watch
2: Lakers vs. Uh, Pacers game for the Pat O'Brien Trophy. We Mike's building that. up
3: the hate watching.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm watching the Almighty Bobby Lashley. I'm not hate watching him. Start I mean, with
3: just, the Jets. Listen, then get to the Steelers. Watch some Bears. <laughs> just, just, just think about this. Add for the a Chargers second, okay?
1: D. When you to, great. When you listen it to Christmas the songs, Come on it's now. not been great. Uh, it, <laughs> when you listen to Christmas songs, you don't get new classics that often. I mean, just remember all the songs here. You get Mariah Carey, "All I Want for Christmas Is You." That's the newest song you get. Everything else is before 1992. Whatever that song, came out. we're talking about 30 years ago. This song about it's a new <laughs> classic. Everything she was around in the like 1900s, from the 80s or the 50s or the forties. The most wonderful time of the year, sleigh. Everything is so old. It's like, let's celebrate something that was done like just You can remember
2: going back to the Phil Spector wall of sound. Just,
3: <laughs> Jason, you say that yet every band that you like is from the 1900s.
1: No, no, stop. That is not true. That is not. I was just thinking about that yesterday. I'm going, who are my favorite bands since 2010? And I came up with like four or five bands I listen to all the time. I'm like, oh, okay, so four like, or five. I'm not well. That I well look. There's so much music now, and then it's it's when I find a band I like. Okay, I really I want to get into and listen to a lot of their stuff. And it's it's so hard that I feel I feel pretty good that I'm you know 50 and I'm still listening to new music. Like I'm not suddenly going. I'm done with all this. I don't want to listen to all of this. I don't know who this Flow Rider is. I'm gonna listen. No, I mean I, I like being that I can listen to bands that have come out in the last 10 or 15 years and have you know three or four albums. I kind of dig that. I feel it makes me feel younger that I still like music like that.
2: Well, you know, he is obsessed with the band led by the, uh, the girl from the Grinch. The, really? The,
1: the Grinch. Listen, pretty reckless. Hailstorm. Band of horses. Grace Potter. Like those are my big, those are my big bands. And, and the struts. Those are, those are the big five bands. And the only, why don't, Grinch why don't you here just is, go
2: uh, watch a, a queen imitation for 15 bucks. You know,
1: why don't you go watch the Grinch again? Because you're the only <laughs> Grinch around here. How about you do that? When no, you already brought up the Grinch, because you're the Grinch. That'll get, get you ready perfect, for the Laker game, Mike. You'd be a Lakers! <laughs> when did the Grinch go from being green to wearing purple? Oh, when Mike Harmon took over the role in
2: 2023.
1: <laughs> like it's wrong. everything.
2: He hated everything. He's a Grinch. I don't hate everything. I'm a positive
1: soul. You're more of a Grinch than Alex Grinch, who just got fired as a uh, DC in, in USC. You, you are the Grinch. I, per- I perform better. You are the greatest. <laughs> My track record is better than his. Uh, so, again, may- maybe we'll get a little bit of uh, Deck the Halls to War Pigs. Man, as soon
3: as Ozzy covers it, we'll get it's it. That's not going to I wouldn't bet on it, Jay. <laughs>
2: I think we're Uh, likely to get Harmon
3: to watch the Lakers and enjoy it.
2: Oh, that's not happening. Did I not? I celebrated that that win over the Pelicans. Did we not talk about how crisp and how much fire they played with and LeBron, a man possessed? I'll give flowers. I'm with you. Of course, and they're going to win tomorrow. And then we tomorrow. can talk about Zion being the exact yeah. opposite.
1: Yeah, look, and the Lakers are going to win tomorrow, and LeBron's going to do a Frosty the Snowman and say, goodbye, everybody, I'll be back on <laughs> Christmas Day. He's going to be gone for two weeks. He won a championship because he's all plugged
3: in for the championship. <laughs> he's going to be on crutches and wearing casts at <laughs> Bronny's Game Sunday.
2: He's, he's got an air cast as he gets to the podium, and he has a, a top hat that he just kind of flips into the – Flips into the, uh, the media assembled, and then he walks out with his Merce. First thing he says all the time is, hey, LeBron, happy birthday.
1: Why does LeBron keep <laughs> saying that? Why does he keep saying that? No, look, look, seriously, about LeBron real quick, before we get to two, two NFL games we're going to preview here. Uh, he really wants this championship. Uh-huh. Because, the, because, because the, first for a second, the Lakers are playing great, but he is playing motivated unlike any other time in recent history for game 23 right nobody knows what this in-season tournament's going to wind up being but he can we can win the first one maybe in a couple of years the in-season tournament is right behind the NBA title and it's a really big deal and we start counting in-season tournaments for people's resume and lebron wants one no he wants or it goes this for away
2: him. and you got the only one
1: right but you don't know right and you don't know hey maybe i'm this but with successful as it's been it's going to keep going on it's going to get bigger and he wants one he wants it for himself he wants it for his legacy and his resume and that's why You're seeing him play so well that he's doing right now. And really, I wouldn't be surprised if after Sunday it's, "Ah, I need some time off. I'll see you on Christmas Day. Thumpity, thump, thump, thumpity, thump, thump. Look at LeBron go. That's what you're going to get. He wants it for his legacy. That's 100%. Well,
2: you make sure, like, if you can go grab the bag here and, and win a title, it's one within your reach right now. Right, you still got a lot of season left to play, playoffs are long. There's no guarantees that everything flows through. I'm not wishing any ill on them. Go win. I want to see them play. Like I always say, guys like him, if Aaron Rodgers is a medical marvel, all the better. The older the guys are that are still playing, I don't feel quite so old. That's why Brady (laughs) needs to lace him back up. He's closer to everybody. Uh, Closer in age than anybody for me. But just the idea that you've got a chance to, to win this thing. And let's face it, 500 grand, you can look at all your teammates saying, I ain't giving you a damn thing the rest of the year. There are That's no it. holiday things coming from me. I got you all a half a million dollars plus. Leave I'll, me alone. See you
1: for the, I'll see you for the playoffs. I'm going to watch my kid play for a little bit.
2: <laughs> right? Nobody and nobody go. would bat an eye if he did that. No, he right? Because remember that story. I'll see you. Remember that story when he got to the podium and he's like, "Look, I'm going to be there and I'm going to miss games when when Bronny's back on the court." Did anybody get mad about it? I think everybody was waiting for that to blow up into something, Jason. It never did. Because everybody looked and said, yeah, your kid was sick. It was a scary moment. Yeah, go celebrate that he's back healthy and can get on a court. Nobody's going to question that.
1: Look, I'll tell you that, and a little bit of it was, I think he was looking for a fight a little bit with it. Like the way he said it, he, I think so. Have, yeah, he could have just said, "Hey, I don't know, we'll cross our bridge and we come to it." My son means a lot to me, but he was kind of defiant. Like, I want to get it. I want this to be a thing. Like, that's my only part that I was like dude, are you just picking a fight on this now? Are you looking to be polarizing on this? Like, I really want to know what would have happened if, if Bronny was playing in his first game tomorrow? What if USC was playing tomorrow and the Lakers were playing in the championship game uh, for the term? Is he going to skip the game? It, Cause now he turned it into a thing where he said, I'm leaving. And now it's become a big topic, right? Like what would have happened if that was the case? Now I'm sure LeBron would have had enough power to tell USC, Hey, uh, Bronny doesn't play Saturday. He plays in the next game. So, and you know, their next game is Sunday and maybe, maybe Bronny gets to play. But like, I felt like he he like he wants to mm-hmm. get into it sometimes. He wa- he wants that smoke sometimes where he should just back off because this is what he's been. He's built his entire career on being polarizing. And so sometimes even when, "Hey, here's some smoke that I yeah, I'm okay with this. Oh, dude, just let it go, man. Just let it go. You're making your life more difficult."
2: And potentially I think it was he a did good that. uh man versus machine argument he was trying to raise there.
0: Yeah. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what?
4: To start listening. So, two games this weekend, both involving the LA teams. Rams and
1: Baltimore is a really intriguing game because here are the Rams who have played themselves back into playoff consideration, and it's a big game against the Ravens. I know you like you like the Rams and the upset special. For me, it's a little too tough to pick them. Here's Baltimore coming off a bye. They're not going to be able – I don't see the Rams being able to throw the football on them. It is going to be a heavy Kyron Williams game. I just don't know if they have enough. But the thing is, and I'll give you a bold prediction here, is that it's kind of a free game for the Rams because they're going to win the next three games they play. they got the Commanders, the Giants coming up, the Saints – this is going to get to a final week game against the 49ers for the Rams where it's a win-and-in situation, and they can get in the playoffs with a win to make it 10-7 and 7, and suddenly look at this comeback for the Rams. And where I said they'd be a few weeks ago, they're just finding a meandering way to get there. But I'll tell you what, it's going to come down to the last week of the season, Rams 49ers, Rams win, they're in the playoffs.
2: And then they get soundly thumped. Because that game probably, well, we'll see. I mean, is that game still going to have meaning, right? It's the man's search for meaning. What are we going to have these next couple of weeks, right, if the Eagles say they go and lose to the Cowboys? We talked about it earlier. Not that uh, either of us believe that they will. But, but say the Cowboys win that game start to muddy up the playoff picture the battle for the number one seed which means the 49ers are still playing meaningful football uh down the stretch this one for me with the Ravens, i'm curious lamar jackson we had so many guys uh listed as ill today uh is this just being you know true to the need to put guys on the injury report you know, I was, ups- you know, I had a little bit of a, a touch of a, a cold. He had the sniffles, so we put him on the injury report. Are we talking full-on flu and a mess? Because you add it, or or are we talking elements.
1: about COVID? But hey, the NFL is finding a way to hey, no, no, it's just the flu. It's all good. You can play. Yeah. It's all good. You can play. A lot, play. lot of you folks are
2: dancing around that one these, yeah. these days. So yeah. I, that that's certainly uh, in the offing, Jason. But but that's it, right? What what's going around the the team as a whole? Uh, I'm just looking at where the Rams are right now, and even with. Cooper Cup not really being much of a factor, more a decoy um, these last few weeks outside of that game against Arizona. Opportunity is still there for some growth in this offense, and I would expect Williams to be able to set things up to where you get a bit of the play action going, that you're able to find uh, some space downfield. Seven and a half is just too rich for me. Mm -hmm. Whether they win it outright, that's a lot of points. Yeah, it's a lot.
1: Now, the other game that is a little bit more at stake, we have the Broncos and the Chargers. And Frostberg's going to want to cover his ears here. Obviously, for the Chargers, it's this, the season's over if they don't win, right? A, their season is here. They've got to run the table. It's not going to be as simple for the Chargers as, okay, this is Brandon Staley's fault and we're bringing in a new head coach. The Chargers, to me, like I told you, the Jets are a teardown. Chargers might be a teardown, too. They have really good players defensively, and they've not been able to live up to expectations. They've had Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen for years, and still, here's where they are. They can't make the playoffs. They can't win nine or ten games. Uh, The Chargers, to me, they, they need a complete... Redo, And it's let's build something new around Justin Herbert. Now, they're probably not. They're going to convince themselves that, okay, it's a head coach, and they'll get rid of Brandon Staley, and somebody else will come in. But uh, they, they've had this group for a long time now. They've been relying on these guys and, and these stars on offense and defense, and it has just not worked. I look at the Chargers and go, if a new coach is coming in, I'd tear it down and say, okay, Herbert's our guy, and let's build around him from there and, and move on. Because that's kind of what the Chargers strike me as. They're not, a, oh, if they were so close, they were so, they've had a long time to get close, and they're still not there.
2: Yeah, you've got pieces that you like and building blocks, and obviously Herbert's gotten paid. He, there's your base. All right, what do you do to maximize him? You got Slater on the offensive line, uh, full season of health, growing into his own, always can use more offensive linemen, every team in the National Football League. The only team that seems to have... Uh, Bonus round is the Philadelphia Eagles, right? So we cycle up uh, there. We look at the defensive side. It's keeping guys healthy. Uh, Some contracts that need to be uh, handed out there. But the receivers, Keenan Allen's another year older, right? 2013 draft class. And look, still stats for days. Still a, a wrecking machine. Two opposing defenses, so that's great. But what else do you have around him that are the building blocks? Because Mike Evans or Mike Williams, you can't count on at this point. Maybe you go get Mike Evans uh, <laughs> with Tampa. Because I'm thinking about free agent, <laughs> free agent wide receivers at the at the same time, right? Where you're like, all right, you got these pieces. How do you go uh, and add on to what you got? So it's and Austin Eckler. We've seen reports the last couple of weeks, right, with his struggles. Maybe more Joshua Kelly. Yeah. Try to get a little more more explosiveness there, and, and obviously Eckler's still been a factor in the passing game. But week to week, the run game just still hasn't popped. And defending the run, you could say, yeah, the last couple of weeks have been better. I mean, does does last week necessarily count? You know, with the same thing, they all go into the stats and all into the averages and all. Uh, but other than the Bailey Zappy half against the Steelers, and we're talking about an inept. Uh, squad these last couple of weeks so you can't hang your hat on a defensive effort there
1: twitter and how about a fresca mike at swollen dome the jason smith show with my best friend mike harwin's there you go a couple of big bold predictions for the la teams in action this weekend coming up next speaking of action this weekend got the heisman trophy being awarded tomorrow not only are we going to tell you who's going to win we'll tell you the moment this person won the award it's next right here jason and mike fox
2: john samos
1: Ah, yes, John (laughs) Stamos. Winter's coming. Here in LA, that means more rain. For others, wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. They're shipped fast and free to you, or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection. From for two years mobile tire installation is available in many areas you heard about this they'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site game changer go to tirerack.com sports to see their pirelli test results and special offers they've been at this for over 40 years trust me they're the experts it's slash sports com Tireac.com, the way tire buying should be
0: Fox Sports Radio,
1: the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. How great is that?
2: No one else is playing the best of Christopher Lee at Christmas, but we are. Damn right. We're different. Hey, Alex Tyshirt, thank you, buddy. You're welcome, Mike.
1: So tomorrow we find out who wins the Heisman Trophy. Mm -hmm. And look, in the last few years... The Heisman's lost a little bit of luster, but mainly because we know who's going to win it. That's the thing. There's been no big great races. It's a, because of the way information is. We know how the voting's going to go. We know who the dark horses are. And it's pretty easy. Look, Marvin Harrison, it's great that he got nominated. When Devontae Smith won the Heisman, the guy caught 117 passes and had 37 touchdowns, right? Marvin Harrison. 37? Cuts, Shut up. Marvin Harrison Jr. caught 67 passes,
2: right? As good as he is, so he's not going to win, right? You Bo know Mix what? Is- Just to, to stay with him for a second, you know, he won the Bolitnikoff Award tonight mm-hmm. by a single vote. So every guy that had a vote is lining up on Twitter to say, my vote, put him over. <laughs> it was me. I it was me. He won well, that I mean, award won because that. of my vote. <laughs> All right, so
1: now you look at the quarterbacks and... As good as Bo Nix was, his team's lost twice, especially when Mm -hmm. he had a rival with Michael Penix Jr. So it really comes down to Michael Penix Jr. and Jaden Daniels. And this award was won by Jaden Daniels in mid-November. November is when we start, okay, let's see, unless you're running away from everybody else, let's see what you can do in November. And we had quarterbacks that were putting together pretty similar type seasons. And in November, Michael Penick struggled, right? Washington struggled. They hit a really tough patch. The game against Washington State was too big of a struggle, and that could have been what didn't do it for him there. But he just didn't have the November that he needed. Then you look at Jaden Daniels, who suddenly, wait a minute, against Florida, 300 yards passing, 200 yards rushing. Guy accounted for 606 yards of total offense. He won the Heisman Trophy that night. That was Jaden Daniels. He's going to win. And not only that, I bet you he wins with twice as many votes as the guy who comes next. I think Nixon Penix will get votes, but you're going to see Jaden Daniels win with a lot more votes than Penix, who will finish second. And maybe it's 2-1 to one for him, but he won that, that night against Florida. And let's face it, he put up bigger numbers than everybody else, right? More touchdowns, more yards, more everything. He had the best year. Jaden Daniels is going to be your winner.
2: Yeah, I, I do appreciate the fact that it looks like that's the way this is going to roll um, and that you look at the player and his stats, right? Because it is primarily a stats word. This is where we start getting into the argument about quarterback wins and all of those kind of things because they took three L's one of which was a 55-49 loss to Mississippi. You go back to the Camping World kickoff where they got drubbed 45-24, 346 in that game, 1-1, one and, one, uh, and then 64 rushing yards. So, you know, I would understand the argument if you decided to go the other way, that even though Penix didn't keep putting up pinball numbers, that they won. And they kept winning, largely because of him not falling off the rails. So while he wasn't dominant in every game, they still kept it rolling. But, you know, for the sake of stats in this and trying to figure out the definition of best, just like we did with the college football playoff, yeah, that a guy that generates 50 touchdowns wins it, I got no problem with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, the Heisman Trophy, the, the glamour and the glitz of the trophy will comes back when we have a vote that's close, right? I mean, that's really, if Penix had a better November, suddenly it's, whoa, Penix, Daniels, what is it? And it's a much bigger deal, but we just seem to, we know who's going to win. You know, it's, we, we've lost those days of, of big votes. And, and because we get to see so many, you don't get the Midwest voters are voting for the best Midwest candidate. The West Coast voters voting for the best West Coast candidate. The East Coast voters voting for the best because we didn't get to see guys in the West Coast. Now you can see Caleb Williams yeah. all the time. So it's easy to do. So Unless you, get you to have uh, so Pac-12 network. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, call Larry Scott. He'll get that for you free. Uh, so now that you get to see everybody, it's a little bit easier, and it's not just regimented by area. So eventually we'll get a big uh, close race, and then, hey, we'll get some more fun with that. But tomorrow uh, it's not going to be a lot of uh, drama. Jaden Daniels is going to be your winner.
2: Well, I got to see Steve Hartman cast his vote. You know, he holds it more, uh, s- s- more with more ceremony than his kids. Wow. Okay, well, that's a a
1: topic for off the air. That's 100% topic for (laughs) off the air. Uh, Exit. How about a Fresca, Swollen Dome, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. Coming up next, we take a look at the biggest game in the NFL this weekend.
0: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power play.